Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. How you doing, everyone? I'm Ross Salzberg, and I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. With the talk of the various sports coming back into our lives, I'm hearing stuff like how there'll be a diversion for us from the pandemic that we're dealing with. Well, you know what I say to that? Diversion my ass. Plus, I've got more observations, some of them ugly, stemming from COVID-19. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. All right, so, you heard what I said, diversion, diversion my ass, and, and, and folks, you know me, you, you know me from my sports career, I've made a, a, a living from sports that I'm thankful for, for 36 years, I, I've been able to support my family, give them a nice life, I'm all for sports, and all, I'm all for sports coming back. But please, during this time, don't use the phrase, don't use the term, it'll be a diversion for us. Because like I said, diversion my ass. And what I mean by that is this. Let me give you some various examples, okay? Do you think for a second, I mean, do you think for a second anybody who has their business closed down all right, the business that they broke their back, blood, sweat, and tears, scrimped and saved and borrowed and begged and stole whatever they needed to do to build this business, and all of a sudden, it's closed down. All of a sudden, it's closed down. Do you really think, do you really think that because he or she, the owner, or owners are going to be able to turn on a baseball game or a basketball game or a hockey game, it's going to be a diversion for them from what's going on in their lives, the anxiety, the stress that they're facing. That's why I say diversion my ass. Oh, don't get me wrong. 
it'll be something for them to watch. It'll be something for them to do. But not for a second will it be a diversion. And I'll argue with anybody who thinks it will. Listen, I want it. I want the sports to come back. I miss it. You know me in particular, football, I'm really going to miss. I'm involved with the Giants. I do a talk show for the Giants. I do a, a pregame show for the Giants on Fox 5. So it means a great deal to me. But trust me, it's not a diversion. It's front and center. Every, quite frankly, it's front and center 24-7 in my life. 24-7. I don't, listen. New York City is going to lose, and I, I didn't make this up. These are the numbers that we've been given. New York City is going to lose. I thought it was just something like 30 to 40% of all small businesses. They're gonna, we're going to lose them. I had somebody on my, um, I was filling in hosting for Bernie and Sid uh, on Memorial Day on, you know, WABC in the morning. And I had Robert Cornegie on, who's the uh, New York City councilman. Uh, he represents the 36th district from uh, Bed-Stuy and, and Crown Heights. And we were talking about it, and I said 30 to 40%, and he said, Russ, you're wrong. It's going to be close to 50%, maybe 51%. Think about that. You're telling me, someone's going to tell me that it's a, a diversion for those people and the families of those people? No. It is no diversion. And I'll tell you something else. If you're going to watch some of those games, for, for example, we're talking about baseball coming back, okay? And things are opening up and now practices are going on. You go watch a game. Go watch a baseball game. Go watch the Mets and Yankees play, let's say, from a place in... Arizona or Florida, okay, with no fans. As you're watching the game, you're going to be reminded what the hell is going on. It ain't no diversion. And somebody might say, well, Russ, you're just splitting hairs, claiming with words. Well, I'm sorry. Nothing is going to take the minds off of people who are suffering through this. Nothing is going to take the mind off somebody who's, who lost a loved one or, or is dealing with the coronavirus, who somebody is ill. N nothing is going to... That's no diversion. You want to say it gives you something to do? Fine, it gives you something to do. But that's it. It's, it's no diversion. You've heard me say this before. Um, I really believe the only sport that has a chance of doing it right, the only real sport that has a chance of doing it right, 
is the NFL. Why? Because the NFL, fortunately for them, anyway, their season was not in progress or going into progress about to be started when this pandemic hit us. Their season is supposed to start in September. Whether it starts in September remains to be seen. Uh, my gut feeling is, eh, I'm thinking it's going to be delayed and go till October. Well, I mean, we're going to wait until October. And the, and the reason I say that, because it, my gut, and this is no inside information, but my gut tells me if the NFL thinks that there's a chance of them being able to play in front of fans, some fans, they would prefer waiting. And I'm sure the NFL has a lot of contingency plans, from a regular 16-game schedule to a 14-game schedule, maybe even a 12-game schedule. But the NFL has the only real chance, to me, of having a season. Baseball, starting to me in July, you know, July 4th or just after July 4th, I, I, quite frankly, to me, it's, it's silly. You're not playing at home. You're playing away on the road. And I, I get it. I totally get the fact that players want their money and the owners want their money from TV. I get it. I've said that from the beginning. But I'm just telling you, from a fan standpoint, from a record book standpoint, from who's going to win a World Series, who cares? To me, this season is a wash. And for the NBA and the NHL, I mean, they're talking about the NHL coming back. You know, if they have a season or when they have a season, I mean, playoffs and stuff starting in July, a 24-team playoff, a Stanley Cup is going to be crowned in September. Stop. Come on. And the same with NBA. And, and if, you know, I've said this before. Some fan, go sit and watch an NBA game with no fan. And you're going to hear the squeaky sneakers. You're going to hear people dropping F-bombs if there are microphones. They're going to be reminded about what they're living with right now. So don't tell me it's a diversion. I like sports as much as the next guy. In fact, I'm sure I like sports a lot more than the next guy. But I'm dealing with a pandemic here, and the pandemic is affecting all of us. And it's affecting all of us in a very negative way. And I will say this for baseball, and we're supposed to hear this week. I mean, for lack of a better term, everybody in baseball had better pull their heads out of their collective asses because during this juncture, when people are having trouble making ends meet, not knowing where the next buck is coming from, Nobody wants to hear about squabbles from millionaires and billionaires over what is right for them to be paid. 
you know, we're hearing the players don't want a 50-50 split. They want more. They want the prorated contracts. Well, this is not a real world. A lot of people have been furloughed. Okay? A lot of people have been furloughed from several businesses. A lot of them. Okay? So, so, so baseball players smarten up. I've always been for any player, any entertainer, anybody, radio, TV, anything. Go make as much as you can. But just be smart. Just be smart. And, and, and this is what I would, as I said in my open, one of the ugly observations that I see from this pandemic. I mean, we're still seeing tremendous selfishness. Got guys making 300, signing $300 million contracts, making brazen, stupid comments. What are you, dumb? I mean, Scott Boris, the agent, you know, players, this is what, you're a player's agent, we know that. We know that your job is to get your clients as much as you can. But pull your head out of your ass. Really? And that's why I say this is no diversion, folks. Sports is no diversion for me, what we're going through. It's a reminder. It's going to be a reminder. A big-time reminder. I mean, there, there are a lot of people suffering. I get it. You know, we, we would all like to get back to normalcy. You know, but what's normal? Watching an empty, watching an empty stadium with no fans, that ain't normal. Go turn on this silly thing that ESPN has on, and I, I understand they need programming, Korean baseball, watching... Players play, and I'm not, not, you've heard me say this before, I'm not knocking the quality of play. Players playing in an empty stadium, which, I mean, guy blows his nose or farts, you can hear it. You're playing in an empty stadium with cardboard cutouts for fans and cheerleaders. Who are they cheerleading for? There's no, there's no people in the stands. That's not a diversion for me. That's a reminder that this sucks. Okay? Like I said, sports has been a very important part of my life. It's given me and my family a livelihood. But really, on the, in the scheme of things right now, I mean, I'm hearing one story after another about people don't know what the hell they're going to do. They're worried about their lives being flushed down the toilet, pissed away. They don't know what to do, so don't tell me sports is going to be a diversion for them. Because it really isn't. And I'll tell you another thing, as I said, some ugly observations 
from this uh, pandemic, COVID-19, coronavirus, whatever, Wuhan flu, whatever the hell you want to call it. Again, there are a lot of people, a lot of people literally on bread lines. That's a pretty ugly observation. And people who are normal working class people, middle class people, not knowing where they're going to get their money to buy food from. And that, again, that's an ugly observation, but that harkens me back to diversion. You think it's a diversion for those people? And then here's something that really is ugly. I'm, I'm all for, listen, you know, people being able to collect unemployment and get aid from the government. However, and this is a very slippery slope. This is where you walk on a tightrope. The however is this. Some people are enjoying collecting unemployment. And folks, that is a very, 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 very dangerous situation. Very dangerous. I I have a friend who has a pretty good painting business. He has trouble, serious trouble, getting his workers and he professes to say they're not just so-so workers, his better workers. He has trouble. They don't want to come back now because with the unemployment and, and the extra $600 they're getting, getting a, a, a genote a week, they don't want to come back. This is bad. You talk... You talk about an ugly observation. This is a catastrophic observation. Because people are enjoying, some people, hate to say it, some people are enjoying sitting home on their ass, collecting unemployment, not having to go to work. And I've heard more, far more than just a few stories of this. This is a problem. And it, it might not be, you know, politically correct to knock it. And I'm not knocking anybody collecting unemployment. But I'm knocking the fact if it takes away your incentive to work, that's a problem. That's a problem this country has, the economy has. I, I mean... <laughs> Maybe I come from a different world, but, I mean, it's all about working and doing it and getting up every day and and feeling useful. If we're taking away people's incentives to go out and work and do and be productive citizens, what are we going to be left with? Because let me tell you something. When this is over, when this is over, I, and you've heard me say this in previous podcasts about more contagious than this flu.
flu, and I said this at the beginning, more contagious than this virus is anxiety and stress and hysteria. And we are seeing it right now. People are having tremendous anxiety about coming back to work. People are arguing with one another over, over who should wear a mask or who not should wear a mask, which talk about ugly observations. But come on. You got to work. This country is going to need people to work because when this is over, people are going to be in rough shape. They need to feel good. They need to feel productive about getting back to trying to fix things. Okay. So it sucked. We all got knocked on our asses. What are we going to do about it? Are we going to take a 10 count? Are we going to get up, get off the ropes? And fight back. You're not going to be able to do that by sitting around. That's going to suck. And again, don't don't misinterpret what I'm saying. People need financial aid now. But that big but is, are we taking away, for some people, the incentive? And when you take away the incentive to go out and do, you got a big-time problem. And then the other thing, talk about a real ugly, a real ugly observation, again, is the politicizing and the politics going on during this pandemic. And I was watching, it really pissed me off. I was watching Meet the Press this past week. And, you know, I, I've said this before, Chuck Todd comes on every week with an agenda. He, he doesn't ask questions to get answers. He, he asks questions, asks questions to push, push his agenda. Anyway, they were talking about, he, he had three people on, uh, a panel, kind of a Zoom discussion. It was Todd, there was this Jay Johnson, who used to be the former, um, Homeland Security boss, uh, a gal who was the head of Iowa Radio, and uh, Andrea Mitchell, NBC, longtime NBC reporter Andrea Mitchell. And they were addressing Joe Biden's remark about, you vote for Trump, you ain't black. All right? Fine. That was a discussion. It made sense for it to be a discussion. It was certainly news of the week. They turned it into this. They turned it into, well, the president of the United States jumped on it, and Andrea Mitchell goes, the president is making this pandemic. He's politicizing it. He's making it political when it should be about health. What? You're making it political. You're making it political. I don't care. Like I've said several times, I don't care if you hate Trump. How does Biden... How does Biden using a phrase, you ain't black enough, mean Trump is turning the pandemic 
He's politicizing the pandemic. Because he took shots at him for saying that. Oh, he's not allowed to take shots. Only your side is allowed to take shots. But to me, I don't want to say, I'm not saying the Democrats. I'm saying the media. For somebody who's a veteran reporter, who's been around for years, Andrea Mitchell comes out with a remark like that on Meet the Press, and you wonder where the term fake news comes from? Really? I mean, think about that. That's a real ugly observation that I get from this. You're going to say the... President Trump is making this, and I, listen, I don't care if you, if you despise Trump and you, you hate Trump, God bless you, you have every right to feel that way, you're entitled. But don't twist things around, that's all I'm saying. Give credit where credit is due, pro and con. But you're turning this Biden thing into Trump, turn making this politicizing. Well, let's be honest, folks. That side makes everything, the, the left side makes, makes everything political. On top of which, I'm not even saying this is the left side. This is the media. This is not you. This is not me, Russ Salzberg. This is the media making a remark like that an irresponsible agenda extension extending remark. That's all it is. I mean, quite frankly, I don't know about you, but if I was running that show, and I'm not, but if I was running that show and, let's see, Joe Biden made a remark like that about you ain't black enough, you know who I would have had on the show? I would have had somebody like Kamala Harris and Stacey Abrams on the show. Two black women, two African-American women, both of them who would like to be the running mate with Joe Biden, his vice presidential running mate on the Biden ticket. Both of them. I would have liked to hear what they had to say about this situation. But Andrea Mitchell says, puts this on the president. You want to talk about twisting things around? He, he's making this pandemic political when it should be about health. I mean, let's get real, okay? So as far as I'm concerned, folks, as I said, I want sports. I, I, I like sports. I'm a big fan of sports. Spence, sports has been very, very good to me. But don't tell me it's a diversion. Don't tell me it's a diversion. Let's deal with what we're dealing with. Let's get back up off the ground and let's get things together. And how about the media starting to be real and cutting out the bullshit? How about that? Because we don't see that happen too often. 
I mean, they're making us choke on all that bull crap. But anyway, for now, that's a wrap here, folks. I want to thank all of you for getting a load of this. And now I'd like to get a load of you. So let me know your thoughts on this podcast. You can tell me on Twitter at Russ Salzberg, on Facebook. You can also check out my website, russsalzberg.com. As always, big time thanks to my man who takes such good care of me, the master Matt Nini. Uh, big time thanks to my 77 WABC program director, Dave Labrosi, his outstanding assistant, PD, Matt Dahl, president and GM, Chad Lopez, and last but never, ever least, a great, great, great big thank you to all you people out there, because without you people, I'd have nobody here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Ralph Salzberg, saying to all of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Stay safe, and I'll see you next time. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.